1: Hey, y'all. Hey, what's up? And welcome to Let's Red Table That. I'm Tracy T. Rowe.
2: And I'm Kyra Presley. And baby, yes. we got a special episode
1: for y'all today. That's right. Super special. That's right. We've mentioned before that we guested on the Black Fat Femme or BFF podcast. And now our BFF hosts, our friends, Dr. John yes. Paul and Joho Daniels, are gracing us with their fabulous presence. Welcome to the virtual red table, Dr. John and Jo-ho Daniels. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for hopping us. Oh welcome, my gosh, I'm so excited.
2: Them. Listen, Dr. John is an educator, professor, national speaker, and so much more. They were named one of the top 40 LGBTQ people under 40 by the National Black Justice Coalition. Yes. So welcome to Let's Red Table That, yes. Dr. Johns.
1: Come Hi. on here. You better be top 40 LGBT right. under 40. I wish it came with a check though. <laughs>
3: Right, <laughs> the checks are coming. Can <laughs> I get a coin? I Can, I get it's
1: coming. It's
3: coming. Can I get some, some
2: dollars? It's coming. Yes,
1: it's coming. I see that recognition. Yes, I see that recognition. Jo Ho is a writer, speaker, and photographer. On the side, he maintains "This Is Me," a social project that was featured in Plus Model Magazine. Welcome to the Red Table, Jo Ho.
4: Damn, yo, Doug needs to of that one. Uh, baby, <laughs> I was like, Ooh, this is me. Oh. I was like, mm, we uh, no longer maintain her, but she was giving for quite some she time. But that. oh my All God, right. thank you for mentioning that because that was like, that was my baby when, when, when we did that. Once it's
1: out there, it's always no, out there. No,
4: you're right. She maintains right. herself. She maintains <laughs> That's herself. It. Listen, the resume is always the resume. A legacy.
1: A
2: legacy. That's oh. <laughs> it. Yes, it's a legacy. For those who don't know, the BFF podcast is all about encouraging people to love themselves unapologetically. And we are totally on board with that message. I know Mm -hmm. Tracy and I definitely are. We embody that, okay? One hundred percent. So we thought it would be perfect to invite them here to dive deeper, okay, into the idea of weight prejudice okay i know i am full and i know they may be as well but we loving (laughs) ourselves okay (laughs)
1: that's (laughs) right exploring
2: this while we talked about our queen latifah recap so we're gonna dive Mm. into it today that's right before we get into all that we're gonna take a short
0: break and we will be right back trinity school of natural health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry
2: This is the part of the show where we reveal which moments made us pause, rewind, and listen again. Wait, what? We covered a few of these moments in our last episode, but we have a few more to discuss because, of
1: course, they had us in shock. So, wait, what was that? Yes. Let's tap okay. In. And the First, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, get ready. Put your seatbelts on because this wait, what is really what, wait, the hell, what? <laughs> the recent news story that the Red Table Talk brought up, which revealed weight discrimination at work.
0: For every six pounds a woman gains, her hourly pay drops 2%. People who are overweight are hired less, promoted less, and paid less.
1: Now, wait, Red- the what? Ridiculous. This one right here, this weight prejudice, okay, so y'all know I'm plus. I'm plus plus. I'm <laughs> proud of my plus. plus. Oh, so but fun. to think for every six pounds an average American woman gains, their pay drops two percent. Two percent is a lot. Baby. So the way I'm hey, underpaid. <laughs> uh, under underpaid have you experienced <laughs> right? weight prejudice under, 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 not under, the under dude. under under underpaid right listen <laughs> have you experienced weight prejudice at work okay so car we know that you said deuces to the full-time gig when I you have, were still right. there though did you experience it and then i want to hear from our guests too i think they
2: were just intimidated because i'm amazing <laughs> you
1: know what i mean come on but here the, the more i Jeez, tap into okay. it
2: now that's um, right the more i tap into it i feel like there could have been some prejudice and i'm really trying to unravel like how would i have known because of course we know they cover it up right but I would love right. to hear what you guys say because I literally was fighting so many things when I was working yeah. I don't think I had time to really notice and that might be part of the problem as well
1: oh yeah. that's an interesting point right. there mm-hmm. were so many things that you were battling, so part... many prejudices the prejudice right. of sex and ageism and racism
2: I was the only a uh, person of color in my space you understand so right and that's
3: a battle yeah <sighs> Yeah.
4: So I will say, the study's interesting because it focuses on women or people who are assigned female at birth, I'm assuming is what they probably Mm -hmm. mean as well, and no one assigned male at birth. And I think that's interesting, one, because I'd be curious of what folks assigned male Mm. at birth experience, but also it speaks to how women continually get the shirt and the stick in terms of professional experience and career pay. Or I guess I would say I'm shocked, not surprised. I'm shocked because I'm like, oh, wow, that's interesting, but also not surprised because, of course, we find every reason to dock women's pay. So I will say to your Mm. question— I have experienced at the point of affecting my compensation, and, and now I'm like wondering is it because I'm assigned male at birth mm. and identify as male. I have experienced white prejudice and other, in other facets. Mm-hmm. Like for example, in, in my last job, I was a photographer, and or I, part of my job was taking photos of events and people. Nine times out of ten, someone would be like, "Can you make me look thin? Mm. Can you like, what? can you edit this in post? Mm-hmm. Could you like cut out this little fatness?" Now, let me right see here. it. I want to see my stomach. And hold on. Exactly. The first like. Few times I was like, I'm just gonna like, let it pass, and after that, I started being like, just I just want to point out, I'm a fat photographer. So when you're telling me you want, you want me to make you look thin, like, when I'm not gonna do that because <laughs> I'm not being paid to do that. First of all, okay, that's not my point. job description. <laughs> it's take pictures of you, make you look cute. Thank you. Second of all. Your messaging is then, what do you think it tells me as right. like a photographer that right. I like? I should be ashamed of myself because you're not happy right. with yourself? And so that's one thing I, when I experienced it socially. Thankfully, my last show, I don't think I experienced it in terms of the job itself. I know I was not underpaid. I was being paid more than some folks in my organization, mm-hmm. and I was being paid more than the average Person in my similar role in different organizations. So they took good care of me and they take good care of me now. But one thing I think about a lot is healthcare America. costs. Like, what do those look like Ooh. as well for, for people yeah. who are fat? And particularly, like, the plus side with employers is that they typically won't really see that. But if you're applying for healthcare yourself, then it becomes mm. more, more, more of a conversation right. what your healthcare costs look like. So that's just the That's so true. John.
3: How about you? So I can't, and again, it's so interesting because I wonder if kind of in the same vein for me, I'm wondering if I didn't see it overtly because of the fact that I identify as cis male up front. But Mm -hmm. I definitely can see moments where people say and do shady things to you when you are a fat person. One of the things I always think about is one of the jobs that I had in the past, every month we would always do either they would cater food or they would, we would have a meeting Mm-hmm. And they would cater food, or people would bring food, and it never failed that I could sense that people were always policing my plate, and mm-hmm. it was noticeable too because there were moments in my job where I had lost a lot of weight because I was mm-hmm. actively trying to lose weight, mm-hmm. and so it was always kind of like this: Oh, can you eat that? Are you supposed to be eating that? Are you?" <laughs> and it's like, "Girl, can you just mind your business?"
1: And so I that think part, for me, it's like, okay. you know, mm-hmm. right, "How about you get out my mouth."
3: right like leave me alone and so I think when you start talking about Mm. it while I may not have dealt with it in terms of my actual pay and who's to say you know maybe I didn't get more money because I wasn't quote Mm -hmm. unquote attractive or whatever the case may be in that regards right I still think that there are other ways that we technically pay for it and I think it comes at the expense of maybe conversations people have whether it be in front of you conversations people have behind you even just thinking about the way people go to you for things right Uh noticing Uh specific me working in education, I always noticed when students were real quick to run to my quote-unquote attractive colleague, right? But this idea that Mm. I had to constantly kind of posit myself as an educator or the quote-unquote smarter one in the room Mm. in order to kind of take up for the idea that I didn't look a certain way or I didn't perform a certain way. So, Again, I think it's important for us to name the pay. I definitely believe that whether you be fat, whether you be big bodied, however you want to identify yourself, Mm -hmm. I think that there are multitudes of ways that bigger bodied individuals pay for Mm -hmm. that
1: 2%. (laughs) We pay for it in a multitude Mm -hmm. of ways when we're on the job. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's so true. For me, I absolutely felt it. People are now getting to a point where they're in positions where they talk about salaries more openly. But, you know, it was almost taboo. No, don't talk about it. Don't tell anybody what you make. Right, but right. it was mm. also very apparent to me in previous positions where you could look around and see that you were the anomaly. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that mm. there was a mold. Okay. And if you didn't fit the mold, mm-hmm. it was amazing how those people progressed and how told. little I yeah. did. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. they may not have fat shamed me or had weight prejudice from their perspective. It may not have been as overt as they mm-hmm. they th- probably thought they were exactly hiding it, I but writing. I yeah. can feel it. You
2: feel it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You always I could feel mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could feel it.
1: The other way what was,
2: Gammy said, I think people find overweight
1: people offensive. Mm-hmm. I think people just have a negative visceral reaction to people that are overweight, that, they yes, gotta figure that's that out. part of what what lies talking about.
2: This struck Ooh. a nerve with me. Please, I want to know mm. your perspectives because when I see this, I'm thinking overweight people are offensive. I think they, mm. I think they assume we're like lazy. She of can't course. do. So back to Dr. John's part when you had to position yourself as the smarter. That's how mm-hmm. I I always came with facts first, work first, yeah. quotes. Mm-hmm. Highlights because yeah. I didn't even have time for whatever they would come with. But again,, right. I was right. facing so many things. I got tabs and notes and papers, oh, yeah, cause yeah. I'm validating at every turn. you know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. That's so, total
2: defense mechanism,
3: definitely anyway. a survival yeah. tactic, mm-hmm.
2: okay, yeah, <laughs> tell yes. me what you guys are thinking. How do you feel about that?
3: When you said that immediately, the offensive thing jumped out at me. I think for so many people, it's audacity. That Ooh. word lives with me. I think there's so many people in this world, mm-hmm. even this notion of us having a show that's centered on black, fat feminists, right? Who are you to have the audacity? Yes. Who are you to say that you love being Black? Who is it to say that you love Mm. being fat? Who are you to say that you love being queer? Mm. Who is it to you to say that you love being a woman? When so much of society has told us Mm. that we're not supposed to like or even love who we are. And me and Joho have said this on several occasions. I think we've gotten into this maybe two or three episodes of our show where we talked about this like versus love conversation. But I Mm -hmm. think that there is this Mm -hmm. thing that people really sit with when they see Black, specifically black fat femmes, and I say this right? W- women and not, when they mm-hmm. see us in, in, in joy and seeing us not kind of caving mm-hmm. to the ways that society right. wants us to. Well, how did you get here? How are you right. surviving? Who are how you? Are you right. How are you driving? How are you? How dare right. you drive a nice car and actually <laughs> have a good job?
1: The real question that they want to know mm-hmm. is why? Why why
3: don't you think you ugly, girl?
1: That's mm-hmm. what I
2: feel. Why, mm-hmm. why don't you think you're why? terrible mm-hmm. in all the other things they feel mm-hmm. like naming? Because I'm not, sis. They That's can't why. comprehend it.
3: They can't. That's <laughs> why, why people that? hate Lizzo. That's why people hate Lizzo. Yes. The, mm. the hatred yes. that Lizzo gets is because people can't comprehend why someone like Lizzo would love herself. That's
1: exactly it, right. unapologetically, Lizzo. That part, and I'm gonna tell y'all oh, something. We live for her. The idea for me that people think that people that are overweight is offensive to them is offensive to me, because right. I don't say anything about you if you're underweight. That oh, see, but well, then when I say you need a sandwich, now I'm wrong. See what I'm saying? You're the wrong see? person. Yeah, now you're. Shameless. And I don't want to say that right. though. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to do it on
2: either scale. It's
1: the connection of overweight, lazy ignorant Straight that types. really grates on my nerves. That's that what happens. gets to me, yeah. right? This Queen Latifah episode was just chock full of wait what's for me. Indeed. Because as in
3: W-E-I-G-H-T w- <laughs> wait? i was like wait as in W-A-I-T. You
1: know what, come like, on. I'm like wait, double come on, Yes, yes. yes. i, I a minute here now. for it. Come on here. Wait and wait what? Yes. Yeah. And so one of the other wait what's was studies have shown that Black women are more satisfied with their bodies than white women. What do you think is the difference between the black culture that has uh, a <laughs> higher body positivity?
4: I'll tie it back a little bit to the last question okay. as well because I think that's the reason why people find white people offensive. Like I think when you tie in the context of living in a Eurocentric society or a society that has been about white folks and white past and white adjacent folks coming to the land called America and really enforcing what standards look like, and to my understanding, like, so many black dias- diasporic and African cultures, like, the bigger body is celebrated. Right. In fact, in many other cultures, in indigenous cultures, in Latine cultures, like, so many bodies are celebrated. And so I think when it comes to even the point of people finding overweight offensive, in Eurocentric standards, it's, like, the one thing people say, like, you can change about yourself. And so they find us offensive because they think, like, why would you— not like not want to be thin, and really the question is, why would you not want to be beholden to a white that standard large. of living? Right. Right. Which which is sad because then I'm things. like, because my question to that is, why would I be holding myself to restriction? Why would I want to behold myself to a one size fits all right. approach, and also why would i behold myself to Whiteness when it hasn't served me mm. positively any, in any popular way. I mean, you know, like, I exist in a body where, like, one half of me fled the Holocaust and came to America, not because they wanted to come to America, because they had mm-hmm. to. And one part of me was brought right. to America. Like, no part of me really wanted right. to be here, but that like, part. here I am. And so, so when you know, if, if someone thinks I'm offensive, come existing, it's like, girl, there's so many more important things to worry come about. On. Than, like on. Like, First my body. Of life is too short. But our democracy <laughs> is dying. Like, people are being killed in the, the other street. other part
2: two. Like, Tracy, we've talked about this where they automatically assume you're unhealthy. Like, they automatically Mm -hmm. assume, oh, you have heart disease just waiting to happen and that's not it. You know what I mean? It's not it. it. And, who gives a rat's two
4: behinds about that? Because (laughs) at the end of the day, like, someone's health is no one's business. You are not their doctor. You are not paying their bills. Like, no one owes you their health, period. Mm -hmm. That part. My friend, a a black fat woman just for me last week, like, her doctor remember vials and was like, oh, your vials are perfect. She said, he said, and I quote, I would kill for those numbers. Right. And then he proceeded to tell her you should lose weight, and she was like, "Sir, you just told me hello. you would kill for
1: this they number. Why would I lose right. weight? I don't, no, I don't make think it make, know make sense, sir. But I think black culture just came to this country appreciating a fuller body." Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Bring it back to the question, Bring it back to the question. Come on back. Come on
0: back. (laughs) We really did. I agree. Realist
1: listen Mama. I agree. We were celebrated for our full hips and our full Mm -hmm. behinds and our full bust. We literally had to have that in order to survive, right? Right. And Mm -hmm. we now see that people are having surgery to get that. Hello. Ain't they though? Ain't you no, know, I mean, those dying BBLs over
3: killing it. y'all. I'm dying and over. I will <laughs> so literally. And those your thighs BBLs, don't make BBLs so killing much. y'all. Yes, oh my God. <laughs> come on here, sing it one <laughs> those more time.
1: BBLs, honey, it is a killing theme song y'all. for
2: me. Because what is going? on? Mm-hmm. They walking on around it.
1: looking like the <laughs> doggone incredible. That part. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> incredible. I'm oh down. Mama, incredible child. Oh, Elastigirl.
2: (laughs) But it's really... it, It really goes back to, again, like they... Some people believe we're just supposed to have our head hung low and singing Negro spirituals. Yeah. I just...
3: <laughs> because it's, it's not it's my vibe. ingrained. It's ingrained. I'm going to say this really quickly because I know that we can go on for days. But I think the, yeah, the right. bigger thing for me is I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this notion about being satisfied with your body. And can't mm-hmm. help but think about some of the stuff that James Baldwin wrote about. And it's this notion of... Mm the idea of how we are taught to have to love ourselves and specifically white women not having to, like, it's this this notion of having, like, it's automatic for them, right? It's automatic. It's automatic for a lot of white folks Mm -hmm. to kind of just believe that everything their life should be easy, right? And so we've been taught from a very young age. My mom taught me at a very young age to love the curls in my hair. My mom taught me to love my skin color. My mom Mm -hmm. taught me to love my ashy knees when white kids would make fun of me for having ash on my knees, right? Mm -hmm. Like there are all these things that we as Black people have had to been taught to love and we've had to come to learn through trial and tribulation. What I will Mm -hmm. say is that I think a big part of that is us really having to fight to love who we are and a lot of white individuals specifically not being able to comprehend that. Now, is that a blanket statement? I don't know. But what I will say is that I think that we have been f- since and i say ancestral it's not just now yeah. mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. ancestral right. lands we've right. always had to mm-hmm. fight to love who we are in moments right. where the world was telling us that we shouldn't exist
1: and the other part that you just mentioned we i'm not going to let it go mm-hmm. you said when you're when you had some ash that your mother taught you to love <laughs> you when you had a little ash we had such a segregated vernacular mm-hmm. that was private
3: yeah. And separate mm. and different.
1: And one that we used throughout our culture, nice. but it was not universally shared. And so mm-hmm. when we would say things, it was like it was a private, almost like it was pig nighting, right? Yeah. Like we, yeah. we talked in code mm. People are just now starting to understand some of the things that we say. When we say you got ashy knees, you got ash legs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You I'm are, when you said ash, I thought I was like, and to the good people who don't understand ash, that would be dry skin that your, has literally yes. changed. Parts of your color. body <laughs> have been affected by the weather. That
3: right. means that you need to put on something <laughs> and to they moisture. they may turn a hue. Yes, and we do.
2: say yes.
1: ashy, but really it's ashen. <laughs> Girl, you
3: ashy.
2: Oh,
1: Listen, ashy <laughs> Something as simple as that. Like, no one yes. had to teach you what ashyness was, right? right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. it's amazing to me when I hear white people talk about ash.
3: Because like, they be ashy, too. Really I've don't. seen they, some uh, white ashy people. They, they, the the
1: ashes. Ashes. <laughs> they ashy. They oh ashy. It can be and like and that. And their actions and fire, on their body. The some of but, their but, actions but, are also ashy.
4: <laughs> because they don't wash their legs with their feet that's why but actions stop. can be ashy <laughs> Listen, I just want to say actions
2: can come on action, and your energy can be very ashy energy, energy can Let's be talk yes. about it the, yes about, I'm just oh going to be gosh, honest when <laughs> we talking about all of that energy of people being offended by us and whatnot. That. <laughs> your, energy your, ashy, your energy
1: is ashy because your your energy is ashy because your spirit is ashy.
2: that part. But then mm-hmm. I, when I look at it to go real deeper, when we talk about our soul food and things like this, mm-hmm. the same people who mm-hmm. gave us scraps and want to talk about our body shape and high blood pressure. Did you hand us a salad? Mm-hmm. Like, did you give us anything successful to eat? Jeez. Like, even my grandmother told me the story about how they picked tobacco, and then yes, they ate watermelon because mm-hmm. that's something they grew and they had, and then like the mm-hmm. rind helped them to get the tobacco Clean off their, their hands. hands. Yeah. Right now, wow. mind you, now people are probably staring at us and, and to talk about all the the watermelon funny commercials and all the blackface and things they did back around that time but it's like you guys chose or at the time they chose to look at us and make fun of when we didn't have any where were we washing our hands like I'm those pieces of the bullying for me so
1: interesting that ah. we talk about weight and weight Mm -hmm. literally runs so deep into the history Mm -hmm. of who we are at the red table Queen Latifah said that at 1819 She looked into the mirror and realized (laughs) Mm -hmm. she had to make a decision, which was either going to be hate herself or love herself. Now, see, this goes back to what we were just talking about. Have you had a moment of realization Mm. like this in your lives, whether it was about your physical appearance or something Mm. else? 18, 19 is such a pivotal age, too, right? Because we know that's like you're grown, but not really.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I did. You know, Listen, I was I was a young
2: mom. I want to say 18, 19. I had just started full time in my career and I had my son at 20. And But about 28 going into 30, I had this come to Jesus. Not that I didn't love myself, but I was really embracing myself. And really, I am more than a mom. I am more than an employee. And mm-hmm. that is when I became mm-hmm. Big Bone Barbie. That was when I was doing stand up okay. comedy. Because okay. I just, you know, we're going to go ahead and get the joke out before we even get into it. Yes, I am big boned. We mm. are here. But I'm also a Barbie. And Barbie doing everything. Barbie is a doctor, lawyer. She camping. I looked at the Target yeah. catalog the other day. Barbie doing hair. Barbie doing everything. <laughs> in the book. When I was coming up, Barbie just had a car in the house. She had just come up. Okay, Barbie's doing it all.
3: <laughs> all right, Barbie so, was free from oppression. No, She's working.
2: Right. Now, yes. mm-hmm. Mm. So that helped me to just step more into myself and just accept my journey, accept everything. Even when I look back at how I looked at my weight, a lot of the, what some people may call self-hate or wanting to be smaller, was really the conditioning from the sports I was in. I did gymnastics. I did tennis. Uh,
1: They they were all
2: 10 Mm -hmm. pounds. Of course, there was a comparison there because I can't do certain flips because the the coach can't spot me. You know. (laughs)
1: girl. Okay, mm, we're going to have a whole, nother whole conversation other conversation about conversation. that. Because let me tell that you, part. I break a whole bunch and crack a whole bunch of faces <laughs> on a regular basis doing my splits today. Come 51, on. 51. 300 mm. plus pounds. I can still do the dog on splits. Go. I Won't can get you, on the floor. I can tell you, don't let the fat fool you. <laughs> I
2: love it.
4: Yeah, I'm like, I was like, one of my best friends growing up. She was also fat, and she was sheer captain. I she was out here totally doing bat flips don't simple, let the
2: fat fool you, flip flops Back in school, yes. I definitely would bust through splits. Today, yeah. I could barely yeah. pick up a penny off the floor, but that's okay. Okay, don't. No. Okay, don't. <laughs> okay, bad, that's these 20 jo- old knees. That is the knees. <laughs> that's our age.
1: That right. <laughs> We're gonna take a short break right now, but when we come back, we'll have more of our conversation with our friends from
0: BFF.
1: Joho and Dr. John, what about you? Any kind of self realization, actualization, <laughs> any kind of this is I'm it? I'm making a. Day. Which day? <laughs> <is Earth?
4: it>. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to just the question, uh, I, I would say this is how it works for me. Maybe some people it wouldn't work, but to me, I feel like it. it's a constant recommitment to yeah. myself. Like, have I had a moment where I was like, was a moment where I was like, I'm gonna hate myself, or I'm gonna strive to love me. Because I would say, I would say, I always frame it as I'm gonna strive to yeah. love me because I know that not every day I will, and that's okay. And like, I want to give myself grace to that. Mm. Like, I can't sit here and tell people, I love myself 24/7. Because like, I don't, and it's like, it's not because I'm fat, it's because like, life sometimes be I, don't life best, feel like I don't think I'm the best person, or the best friend, or the mm. best son, or the best employee. Like, I will always go through a moment of like, I'm not loving myself so much today, or I'm not liking myself so much today. What I will say is that there was a moment where i say, I will never hate myself mm. again because that's something that I can actively choose to not do I don't need to hate myself but I do I will say I have a constant recommitment to who Mm -hmm. I am when it comes to my physical appearance I actually experienced this recently because last year I lost a lot of weight like not intentionally it's just I got the COVID I was mad sick I said I'm going to start walking every day to make sure that my system's good and like I just lost a lot of weight and then this year like I've gained some back so my come to Moses or come to Jesus moment for me is saying okay girl like you gained some weight and like that's okay I refuse to hate myself I'm going to strive to keep loving myself. I know the factors that have led to this, and I want to shift the factors that led to this because I know those factors that have happened to me don't make me happy. So I want to shift back into doing things that made me feel joyful. And if your body changes, cool, cool, cool. If it doesn't, cool, cool, mm-hmm. cool, girl. Like, one thing I realized is this big ass body, this 300 plus pound body, like, it has traveled Come the world. On. It has hiked mountains. It has dropped low on the floor. It has tortured to heads on to the splits. It had like, it is yes. it's cooked bomb, actually. It's a ass food. Like, there is not one it's thing that has not done that I've asked it hey, to do. Come you. on. It's got, baby, hey, it's got do. a podcast, baby, it got <laughs> a time job. Bitch, this body about a house. Like, yes. this body has done yes. everything. Yeah. Right. I
1: love that. that body's I'll been love through that. it and it's continuing to persevere. That's it. I love that. One of love the things, that. immediately, when I heard you speak about your body and the journey that you've had, it made me think, and I held these up, my everyday amazing information cards about everyday is not going to mm. be great. And the two come cards on. that immediately were at the top, one that said, I will celebrate myself and the other is mm. I will appreciate my body as it is today. Mm-hmm. All right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 That part. yes. Yes.
3: Right now. Yes. yes. Put yes. on li- alignment All right. All right. Into If I universe. could get in real quick, I think the one thing I will say that I love that Jordan mentioned was the notion of being kind to the size of your body because I think that the world will celebrate you for losing weight. The world will celebrate you for mm-hmm. assimilating. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing that I wanted to hit on this, it was funny because a friend said this to me and I was gooped. She had looked at me and she said one day, she said, "Were you really truly ugly in college, or were you around a whole bunch of white people who made you feel ugly because you were black and oh, fat?" Oh wow! And when she said okay. that, I was like, okay. "Oh, okay." It's the note, the
2: generalized notion, right? Yeah, like I was like, "Oh, I was
3: like, yeah, you know what? You know what? I went you to a PWI." What? And that's why I felt ugly. Because Mm. I was the only Black Mm. queer person on campus.
1: It was a total uh aha moment for you.
3: This is because of being
4: when you are the only fat friend in your group you will automatically you like oh am I the ugly one and then you're like Listen. no I'm just the fat one and everyone thinks I'm the ugly one but no, but no girl I'm that's her. what
3: did it for me so I think for me what st- helps me kind of love myself is to recognize that a lot of the stuff that's put on to me for me to not love my hair my size my femininity all of these things right this uh, doesn't uh, come uh. from me these that's are part. all standards that society is trying to make me assimilate to right, and I'm refusing part. to do it so that's why okay, I so- wake so- up
1: every day being like I like me I love I Love that, and it's it's a perfect transition to the next thing we're going to talk about. We know that the black community, because you went to a PWI, I went to a PWI, and it's amazing how that influences your mindset. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the black community, is more body positive than others, but I also want to talk about how the queer community responds differently to body types. Okay, now this is new I'll, for me. I need all to right, <laughs> I told Karen I'm just ready. listening
2: because in my mind I'm mm. like, is that a thing? Like, it's a thing.
1: Oh, yes. It's a big old thing. For me, the women and the men, it's all about, they were numbering folks, okay? There was a person that she and I weren't really together. You know how you're not really together, you're talking, but you know, Mm -hmm. friends with (laughs) benefits, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But she ended up being able to connect with someone who she deemed nine or Mm ten, Okay. I didn't ask and didn't care what she numbered me because I knew I was 100. However, on. what are you doing? Okay. I will say okay. you doing? that she, unlike me, is still single. I have been with unlike Sweetie me, for 28 yes. years <laughs> because I wasn't stuck on stupid looking at somebody's body. How you doing? I, okay. to I love honey. Thank, thank you.
3: So you Just over here judging me, but you single. So The queer community's good for that. Oh, you're not a 10. You know what? I may not be a 10, but my husband helped me pay bills. (laughs) (laughs) That's hard. Why are you out here worried about how you go pay your rent? I don't have to worry about that.
1: And whether I I gain 10 pounds or lose 10 Mm -hmm. pounds, my wife loves me just the same. Mm Exactly. There it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so car, it's the same. And sometimes it can be worse, I think.
3: So I'll say this. The Black Fat Femme title came from the notion of no Blacks, no Fats, no Femmes in okay. our community. Yes, oh, That's wow. the whole play of BFF, the BFF. But, and so our first episode, if you go back and you listen to our first episode, that is why the first episode is titled Yes, Black, Yes, Fat, Yes, Femme. And that's actually okay. what the title of my book is going to be because okay, of the whole notion okay, in the film. Yeah, it. on, It's either? not picked up uh, yet. Right, I'm right saying off. from my it's lips gonna... to God's ears. It will be. Yes, when it does indeed. get picked up, it will be <laughs> called Yes, Black, Yes, Fat, Yes, Femme because mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. ways that I internalize and I think maybe Jordan too and even you Tracy I think to a degree yes. we all internalize the no black no fat no fem." if you oh, go on absolutely. to a dating app that is usually mm. the first thing that are in men's mm. little mm. grinder profiles whatever profile it is it usually is no blacks and they'll say it's a preference that's uh, how it's uh. masked it's masked right. as oh it's a preference and it's like no right. baby you're fat phobic I right. am well, about to say it's giving phobia. It's yeah. giving. It's racism. It's, within
2: its, it's own subculture. Yeah. Yep. Right. Mean, yeah. My goodness. Listen. Yeah. Just as the,
4: the only single queer person here, what one thing I think about a lot with, within this is that to card just to give you some like more mm-hmm. context yes i it, it is for sure the, the queer community is not immune to being fat phobic mm-hmm. or phobic of anything and i would say and tracy i'm really curious to your experience because i i believe i see it more often with gay men and this mm. is where i always draw, always draw the difference gay men versus like men who identify as queer And even like the terminology like i know so many gay men who identify as gay now the ones to be like you're like you're eight but you're fat you're this but you're that oh. and like we'll just constantly discriminate you the queer men who identify as queer i see a bit more they talk about fat phobia but are also always in the gym taking pictures of themselves ha- mm, like shirtless why? and stuff and so i'm like okay <laughs> so you talk about fat phobia but like you ain't gonna sleep with nobody like like i don't i really I'll don't see no you know, black fat like, okay. people in your
3: instagram uh, pictures.
4: Uh, the, <laughs> okay <laughs> gay men i see who only have friends that are like them and they're all and they're always Gee. white it's just mm. Mm. so I think so quick community me responds to different body types. In my experience, is I've seen more queer women be more accepting be, and okay. be more embracing at different body types, but that's only from my experience of seeing it. So, trans- interestingly
1: to enough, experience. too, that's true for masculine identifying.
4: See, the sub subculture. Okay. Hey. So, self-self
3: already, culture. you know what we're doing? I mean, I'm going to go ahead and just call this now. I'm putting this in our doc as a conversation. We are literally going to bring you back for this conversation on our show. Literally. Not even mm-hmm. kidding I mean, you. Yeah. I, I can sit to yeah. the
2: side too because the way I'm learning and taking notes like, let me make sure I don't have any.
3: Don't you look just... like the Easter egg gift with yeah. all the different <laughs> equations going on <laughs> around you, child. Lord because like the... Kyra will pull a really notebook a out while we're
2: recording. I, I want you uh, to no know. Problem. And <laughs> taking notes. We are lifetime learning over here, okay? Two
3: equals
1: eight divided by four? What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 Carry listen, the joke. one... Joho I'm gonna talk to you a little bit more and maybe you can help me too because like I'm a bigger bodied person as we say in here and dating is just is trash for me how have you just (laughs) navigated dating I'm personally I'm just trying to live over I'm just living like yeah I found more friendships on this dating journey Mm. than actual relationships but how does it feel for you?
4: Okay, that's a good one card. Thank you for that question. <laughs> that's been that I find interesting because I've had and I say thank you because I had this conversation a lot in the past week, actually. I just had this conversation with my therapist as well. That I love that like you said right now it's trash and it's ghetto. <laughs> and it is for me as well. And Who I'm trying. I'm, sorry. I'm not laughing. It's just that's funny. A I'm trying really hard. Like people will say then like <laughs> A friend recently told me the more you speak negatively about it, then like the more negative it will be. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Sure, Jan, I hear that, <laughs> and you're I'm telling also me a that. you <laughs> okay. you're telling me that as a conventionally attractive like white and person, half like married, I like I stop hear it. you, and at the end, you've been together 15 who, years exactly. Who is with somebody? Get and out, out of my like, face. People see us hot. So I hear you. And like, yes, if I talk negatively, good things will not happen. I hear that. And also, (laughs) you have to understand that when I exist in a body that is not what people want that is going to be my experience. I would love to be positive about it.
3: Find Look, me a positive right. place. My body a little journey. <laughs> sway. That's all I hear.
2: Help. me sway. 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 He help had me. the answers. No listen. no, listen. Someone help me. I just... Listen. you, don't I, you know, sway. For, for, for me personally too, like I'm a new entrepreneur, 17 months in, you know what I'm saying? And I had to tell myself like, yes, girl, you have gained a few pounds and we are trying to enjoy that part of the journey because that also means we ain't miss no meals. Like, Gee. weight gain can, look and We always
3: eat good in this house. Listen, yes. it can
2: mean different things. But like, so I want you to understand that while I'm out here trying to date you. But go ahead, Joe. Mm-hmm. Just...
1: I do. I, okay, so I do agree. The coach in me agrees. What you focus on is what will grow. That is true. Yes. That is yes. true. I fully agree with you. Like, I'm trying to reshift and re renegotiate
4: what my relationship with what mm-hmm. dating is because I want to speak positive mm-hmm. things but I also have to be like really true to myself and say but instead of saying dating is trash I just say I'm, I'm people I'm searching for have not found me yet and that's okay mm-hmm. I will say one interesting advice that my therapist gave me was I should maybe consider je- like, just desensitizing myself to rejection because the rejection is actually never about me I'm trying to believe that we are I'm not like, in it's not alignment. About me. okay okay we just okay.
3: weren't in alignment <laughs> <laughs> exactly y'all are You're such beautiful and people because like, <laughs> I'm a realist of the realist and I'm I'm going to say, from all of the experiences <laughs> I see, I love y'all. I love you, Jordan, for being that beautiful that you can Tell us what to say, Dr. So John. Because, baby, <laughs> the way I see it, the way I see my friends struggling out here in these streets... Dating is something else, it literally is it giving is. the old carousel mall in the it, Inland it, Empire. So, it's, it's bad, it's giving no, it's bad. Liars out here, no, Dr. John, well, it is bad,
4: it's bad. But what I tell myself is not, it's not bad because right. I'm bad. it's bad because exactly. people are not good people. That's people exactly right, people that's really bad. Real. That, that's what I'm trying to yeah. tell myself. And Kara, like, you would get this with me, girl, like, we successful, <laughs> and honestly, success turns, turns people off, doesn't it? I think
3: they. I have to
4: remind myself like to be twenty-eight. Have, have a good job, own my own home, right. have a thriving right. group of friends, like and be black. Like, if you see me, you like you you see me out here, and be like, black, and be like, fat, and be and like still be successful. The, and, thank you, and get yeah, my They're nails done, and like go out every night, <laughs> well, like like I, like I I am living my life as well, and I think sometimes that is the biggest turnoff is that people will see somebody like us, car, and be like, oh, like they they really have it together. I'm just no living. One has it all together, okay, but, so like,
1: here's the thing. Exactly, take that as a gift. Right. And as hard as it is, and I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. oh, it's I a do. hard <laughs> gift to swallow, but I'm going to tell you this. If you are in a position where you have all those things going for yourself, it's no different than a woman, car that is doing well for themselves and are successful and are mm-hmm. and surviving and thriving on their own. If someone feels like they're turned off by that, that is a good thing because then they are not mm-hmm. worthy of you. That part. yes, They are not worthy yes. of you. And so when it's time and the person can be a compliment in your life, it will literally fit. That's all I got to say you're about right. it. You know what else I got to say? That we could talk to y'all oh, until the cows come on home day But day <laughs> we are not going to do that because we're we gonna, we have so many more episodes we, we can listen. record with y'all. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah, There's so much more. I feel so like you're going to be back. I feel like you're going to be back. I feel it in my spirit and
2: y'all we we'll are back, right. sure. back and forth <laughs> we, we have back that's and right. forth every other
3: episode <laughs> I'm <are> here again <laughs> yes, yes they are we're doing a back. <laughs> right. call it I'm the right. rainbow <laughs> table talk that's honey. it, that's that's it. Gonna it. yes we're going to get yes. so a rainbow, <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <laughs> get yes. a rainbow yes. table so we can have a podcast where we are all talking about life it. and love Throughout the lens of the gayness. Is, is, is. That's I love it. it. That's it. And yes. Bringing yes. allies yes. too, honey. Yep. Rainbow table it is, talk. Is, And I you up. hear us. <laughs> make it happen.
1: Speak it into <laughs>
2: existence. That's what I want to know, okay? And I love you guys. Thank you. Mm, I love we you all. Do. Thank you so
1: much for coming on. Thank we appreciate you. you.
3: And this was
2: just a successful yes. conversation. Look forward to the next
1: time. Yes, it got. Yes, God. And us. you remember what my card said, okay? I will yes, appreciate ma'am. myself, mm. my body as it is today. Yeah,
4: yes. Oh, yeah. best off, yes. Thank mm-hmm. y'all so
1: much for
2: coming to the virtual yes. Red Table. We love you. We want to know how you're feeling about this new season of Red Table Talk. And we're open to talk about anything with you all. So please send in your questions at Let's Red Table. at RedTableTalk.com. Or you can now leave us a voicemail at yes. SpeakPipe.com slash Let's Red Table. That.
1: I'd love that. I can't wait to hear people's voices. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe on iHeartRadio app and please rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next week for another episode of Let's Red Table Bat. Special thanks to executive producers Jada Pinkett Smith, Fallon Jethro, and Ellen Rakuten. Thank you to our producer Kyla Kineru and our associate producer Yolanda Chow.
2: And finally, thanks to our sound engineer
1: Stephanie Aguilar. Let's ring table that. Let's red table that. Hey. that. Let's
0: let's ring table that. Let's red table that. Hey.